And of course, the room divider is already underway here with uh, Tando Banana, who is going to be with me here. He's the Madiba's Rugby Club president, former Springbok, uh, junior Springbok, uh, Bulls, as well as the Krikwa's uh, flank forward, and is also the SABC Sport Rugby Analyst uh, with me in studio. We will get to the topic of the day after the news, uh, which yeah. is chatting about the winger, Uzo Tumbovan. Uh, a remarkable story to be told. It'll be told to us by him, and obviously getting the breakdown and analysis from you, Mr. Banana. But Super Rugby, just very briefly, the Bulls returning to their winning ways. Uh, top of the South African Conference table. Uh, thanks to what? 32-17 Vodacom Super Rugby win over the Reds. Rob, I had an op- opportunity to do that game for Radio 2000. I tell you, I was very much impressed, you know, with someone uh, like Paul Schumann. Uh, he was immense. He was tenacious on defense. And that's what a player does. You know, who gets limited playing opportunity. Remember, he was coming for Dwayne Vermeulen. And also the Bulls had just come off a 22-20 loss uh, at home uh, against uh, the the Jaguars. So for me, it was a very good performance, I have to say. I think if you look at Henry Pollard as well, he's kicking (coughs) and also his point scoring machine for the team. Exceptional at the first five eight position but for me a guy like Arches Neyman early on in the in, in in the season I think in round nine that was his best performance uh, and, and 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 he understands that this is rugby world cup we've got 157 days to go to the rugby world cup so he's not only playing for the bulls but he's also playing to put up his hand and saying I'm here I want to be part of that squad I mean he had his best game Rob he was all over Lizard Koboka, he's been playing almost all the games, uh, the loose set prop. So all the players individually, but most importantly, as a team, uh, you know, it was it was something to marvel uh, in, in, in that Saturday late afternoon game, you know, uh, against the Reds. And remember, the Reds were no, were no fluke as well. I mean, yeah. they had Semi Karevi, he scored a brace off a try, you know, just a season ago, the Bulls were beaten by the same Red side. So I think they, they needed to, to, to put up a good performance. And they did. And I think for me, I'm quite happy uh, with where they stand. Uh, But also, inconsistency, Rob. We've got to be uh, open about it and talk about it. That The the, the Bulls have been inconsistent. They're more like the Sharks. I mean, the Sharks got a trashing. Uh, You know, for for me, this past weekend against the same Jaguars, uh, they took a 50 uh, against the visiting Jaguars side. Uh, and, And both of the sides, one could say that, you know, after the Stormers game, the Bulls, uh, would really be the team to watch. But uh, after they had those consecutive losses, then you would sort of saying, there we go again. But certainly they've redeemed themselves. But also they were missing a couple of uh, some of their players. But also at the same time, welcoming the Jesse Creels, the Henry Pollard into the side. So we don't know really uh, when uh, Porte Human will have his first starting 15 to really now uh, fire on all cylinders as we head closer and closer uh, to the knockout stages, which is the quarterfinals, but a great performance from the men in uh, from Pretoria. Oh, without a doubt. Now, the Stormers as well beating the Rebels. Uh, we talk about a 41-24 that was in Melbourne, uh, finishing the 4 batch Australasian Tour. It was pretty much a positive note, though. The match on, on Saturday afternoon, the Celsi Sharks as well, disappointing. 51-17 loss to the Jaguars down in Devon. What's what's going on there? I mean, I was just looking at the Sharks what, a couple of weeks ago when we spoke about them and there was nobody who was going to tell us anything about any loss of this magnitude. Rob, I'll tell you one thing. First and foremost, from a Melbourne Rebel perspective, 
this loss against the Stormers uh, could certainly hurt them towards the end or the back end of the competition. They've been doing so well, and I think many pundits never gave the Stormers an opportunity or a chance that they would beat the Rebels at home. Now, this is what happens. The Stormers scored five tries. But Rob, within those five tries, what fascinates me the most is they were playing away. They had very little ball. They had very little territory. And they won by 20 points. You tell me which side in Super Rugby has been able to achieve such. Very little territory. Very little uh, ball possession, that is. But 20 points at the end of the 80th minute as victors with a bonus point win. That for me was something uh, that I, I marveled from the, from the young side. And this was a young team. Mm. It, it was not an experienced side. They had no Eben Etzebeth. They had no Peter Steff to do it. He was watching Varsity Cup. Uh, they had no <coughs> Sia Colisi. They had no Skumbuzo Noche. It was all young guys. Uh, you look at a guy like Ruanel uh, from the sevens, tried to, uh, to, to come into a 15-man, and a lot of people were questioning you know, if he'd really make, uh, make up the grade. He scored a brace of, of tries this past Saturday. It was good to, to see that. I think for me, the Stormers show that they have it within them. You know, it's, it's been a rough time. It's been a rough road trip for them. But I think certainly as they head home, there's a lot of confidence uh, that they can build, especially in the second half of the season. And for me, that was good to see from the team from Cape Town. Pretty much for me, mm. uh, you know, they had all the attacking weapons and they used it to their advantage. Uh, so I think for me, defensively, they were very good. But most importantly, when opportunity arose itself, they were able to score those four tries and all great tries. I mean, I think a guy like Dylan Lades for me once again pushed uh, his name forward and also put up his hand uh, to be really someone to, to, to be looked at when it comes to international season in 2019. All right. Good to also see the gentleman that we spoke to last week also getting on to uh, the tries there. I thought he scored a wonderful, wonderful try indeed. All right. After the news, as we said, we'll continue with the main topic. Uh, it's a story that you want to hear. So don't go anywhere. It is Marawa Sports Worldwide. Simpiwa standing by with the latest news. Welcome. You're with The Room Dividers. And obviously, plenty of tweets are still coming through with regards to Kurt Darren, the national anthem that he butchered yesterday. So, Unjayami says that, well, this is what happened this morning. Hence, we can't accept Kurt Darren's sudden apology. And uh, Unjayami just uh, posted the uh, screen grabs from Eusebius Makaiser's uh, Twitter handle. Yeah, I believe that he would have spoken to him on Talk Radio 702. Um, so one of the tweets comes through and reads as follows. Kurt Darren uh, saying that, well, and I quote, I woke up to this massive storm this morning, uh, but is it really news? It is just crazy. I just messed up one line. I've messed up Gabdain before. I asked him why he didn't know the words as a professional, and he put the phone down. So that's how the interview went. He's messed up Captain. What's Captain? Charles, do you know what Captain is? I've no idea, Rob. No idea. Hey, I thought you'd know what Captain is. Manana, do you know what Captain is? No, Rob. You feel us in? I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe I must go to um, <laughs> iTunes and look for Captain. I'll, I'll ask Tabo to find out what Captain is and see how anybody can mess Captain up. Yeah. 
Now, the, the main thrust of the room dividers as we head towards the bottom of the hour is that, you know, sad stories with the black rugby players seem to be a frequent occurrence. And this week, we look at another sad story of a career which uh, promised so much, Mr. Manana, but seems to have fizzled out prematurely. Utsotso uh, Bovan was a rising star uh, once upon a time, but at the tender age of 27, he has already been deemed surplus to requirements, harboring the dreams of returning to the sport that he loves. Um, we'll chat to him in just a second about this extraordinary journey that is had. Yes. You know and have followed his story, Mr. Manana. What's the overall background? Because for me, when I did follow his story and his career, it seemed to be a player who come this year would have been wearing maybe prematurely a Springbok jersey or would have been representing at a lower national team level his country. Rob, I think, you know, it's always a beautiful story, the rags to riches story. And and Ochocho, I think it's very important to, to note that, you know, coming from Langa and, and going to an Afrikaans medium school, uh, and that is none other than Paul Ross. Uh, and if if you look at the rugby history, uh, the name of Paul Ross, you'll see him as the catalyst of one of the first uh, Springboks to tour or to go on tour uh, in the Northern Hemisphere uh, with the with with the Springbok uh, team. So that school, it's a it's it's a school that Rob, it's a rugby school through and through. Uh, for him to have come through the ranks, uh, it also means that, uh, you know, as much as you'd hear the word Paul Ross, but you've got to give credit to those people that introduced him to the game and made sure that he was there for the trials at under 12, under 13, for him to be selected for Western Province uh, under 12 and under 13. That's when he was scouted and he got a full-on bursary to go to Paul Ross. But it did not stop there because... Uh, at Paul Ross, he was coached also by Davis Neyman, who happens to be part of the Stormers uh, coaching setup, uh, as we speak. Uh, so through, throughout that journey, he then had Grand Como, you had Cravenwick. Rob, that's every boy's childhood dream, to go up through the ranks like he did. But most importantly, uh, for you to play SA schools means that you, you've got one foot in for you to be recognized and play for the junior Springboks, which he did, Rob. But the turnaround, and he puts it very nicely, is that when he was still at Western Province, because of the delay, which, Rob, is not the first and is not the last uh, to have such uh, or have faced such uh, obstacles, uh, where there's a, very much a delay, but there's another offer. Uh, and this offer was from Paul True, that he wanted him to be part of the S of the SA7 side at the time, as young as he was. But I think Paul True wanted this young boy because it would be his prodigy going up and saying, you know, this is a player that I want him to, to have made a name for himself, like he done with the Cecil Africas, the Brancos of this world, Brancos Dupree, and so many of them uh, that came through Paul True's hands. Uh, the Mpombios. So he was in, 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 that, in that era as well. But be as it may, Rob, Paul True left the following year after he had signed for the Sevens. But the, the, the sad story was Western Province eventually came through, but on the day that he had signed with the Sevens, 
So when Paul True left, uh, there's a new uh, guard, there's a new coach, uh, um, Powell, Neil Powell, came immediately after Paul True. Uh, didn't see uh, that he would need a player like uh, Uchocho. He saw him as a surplus. But then with the agents, uh, he got a contract at Boland. At Boland also not getting enough uh, opportunities, which was also very close home because th his mother uh, depended uh, on his young boy. But most importantly, went further up to the Leopards. So a player gets frustrated, Rob, when he's away from home. He's not playing. Uh, he's a couple of months left in his contract. Uh, you know that uh, e eventually things didn't work out for him at Northwest. Mm -hmm. Then Western Province uh, also came to the fore and wanted to offer him to go back. And he, he obliged. He went. He had two kids at the time. So, Rob, you understand that the sport is a professional. Mm -hmm. The player wants to play, but he wants to earn uh, for his living. He's got dependents to look after. He's got people to look after. But as it goes, the story goes, Rob, along the way. I mean, obviously, he's faced the two stabbing encounters. Uh, he's won an, a World Cup in Cape Town in 2012. Yeah. So, you know, he had everything in front of him. But for me, Rob, it's always it's the off-ramp uh, that many black players uh, have to take, not by choice, Rob, mm. but mm. sometimes just being misled and just holding uh, that opportunity a little bit uh, too, too, too late uh, or offer that branch a little bit too late where it's difficult uh, for a player to come back just because many people miss the opportunity to make the right choices for the black players going forward. I mean, for example, I'll tell you an exciting story happening down in, in Port Elizabeth where a player three weeks ago was going to stay with the Kings player. But three weeks later, he's being told that uh, he won't be getting uh, a contract. Now, I'm saying, Rob, his life immediately changes. Three weeks, he knew he's going to get a renewal for the Kings. Three weeks later, because there's a new guard or there's a new sheriff in town, he's no longer going to be afforded that opportunity. Sure. That's the reality, Rob. Yeah. Well, let, let me bring Uchocho Mbovane on the line here. He is with us here. Mr. Mbovane, good evening. I'm all good, Rob. How are you? Yeah, Pilata, do right. Yeah, I'm right. Hey, man. Uh, you know, we, we've been talking about you. We've We've talked about... Uh, the the YouTube sensation, which has been you all along. Where are you now, to as far as rugby is concerned? Is that something that still excites you much? Yeah, um, um, while while I'm at home, I'm um, I'm playing for Lang. Lang is a team that is um, in our community. Um, then sometimes I help um, my primary school that I went to. I'm coaching girls there and and young boys. Yeah, that's. That's, that's my story. That's the thing that I'm doing at the moment. And, and and would you say, from a professional level, you know, it's it's all over for you? Uh, not, not not too much. It's it's all over for me because just now um I got uh, I got an offer uh, from Mr. Marius. Mm -hmm. It's um international. It's it's in at the booth. It's the academy, but they call it I don't know what it, I forgot the name of the the, the, the academy. Um, I'm I'm driving through on Monday next week. Um, they say they're gonna try to put me through the academy and see how things will go. 
I mean, your, your story, a roller coaster, and, and I read the brilliantly written piece by Osbusasom Chigeli, so, uh, you know, just highlighting as well that whoever put a knife through you on two separate occasions and the months before you played the most memorable rugby game of your career must have hated you. They must have hated seeing Umbovan on the wing, donning the famous Paul Roest gymnasium colours and then getting his junior Springbok blazer, winning a World Cup and gaining Springbok 7's colours all before you actually turned 21. How do you reflect back on those separate occasions where you had to face somebody putting a knife into you and stabbing you in the most brutal way? Um, upon being updated, Mr. Rob, um, it didn't even the guy it, um, it where I was called a corner. Then maybe I was in, in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's the only thing I can say. Do you still believe that it was all coincidence, or do you think that there would have been, you know, somebody would have been targeting you? Yeah. Um, as I said, um, maybe so. Um, I don't know. Um, I can't explain it yet. That's why. Um, I mean, when you reflect back to Zonkelezos in Dumvanamdala, and and there would have been an emotional side. I know it's a it's a, it's a difficult thing for you, uh, given your talent and given the you know the promise that you've always had of becoming you know one of the greatest players uh, that we would have ever seen here in South Africa. But when you do reflect back, though, I mean, what goes through your mind uh, in terms of what has happened yeah. to stall your career? Yeah, um, you know, when you're watching the guys that you played with um, alongside and they're doing well and they're playing for the green and gold and you think you were supposed to be one of them, it, it hurts a lot. Uh, but sometimes you, I tell, I tell myself um, I must not um, live in the past because that's, that's where you put yourself back more because now you don't have, you don't have a future that you're looking, um, you're looking um, after and then um, you, you, Every time when you when you um when you're watching those guys you you your mind thinks of the past but you don't wanna focus on the past now. I'm just wanna focus on the future and see what can can be on the table for me if we if I can get a chance. And and obviously the the saddest part is that you were still using crutches when you got stabbed on one of the occasions, so you couldn't really defend yourself. Yeah, I was using touches. It was that was 2011, and of almost end of the year, just after Curry Cup, I just played Curry Cup on the 21 for Western Province that year. It happened that time because uh, that time I um, I had operation that year, mm. um, a ligament, lateral ligament inside. Yeah, that's when it happened. All right, please don't go anywhere. Um, I'll come back. I'll get word from Manana. Uh, we'll also check out some of your voice notes, 60 584 If you've encountered this man's brilliance, then please drop us a line. Chronicling the life of Ucho Chumbovane, who is my guest, uh, chatting to us here on the line. And uh, we also have Utanda Manana in our Port Elizabeth studios as well. And when you describe again, Mr. Bovane, the... The viewing of the players, whether it's the Blitzbocker, whether it's some of the senior Springboks right now, and it is a World Cup year, 
you know, for you, the level of support is, is the bitterness within you, or you still feel very positive that, hey, you know what? What happened happened. This is the game that I love. I didn't quite reach the highest level uh, that I wanted to. Exactly what's, what's happening in the mind? Uh, no, I still I still support the Green and Gold hundred percent, and um, I hope they um, I hope they do well this year, and um, I'm fully behind them. Manana, you can imagine the, yes, the the difficult path that this man has had to walk, and he, it seems to me from what he has said, uh, with the positive outlook, the new opportunities that are beckoning, uh, that he is willing to to now move on. Yeah, very much. Manbuli sekuwe chocho kunjani put. Just just two questions first and foremost. I think Rob, I want to ask George. Yeah. Is he spoke about the academy? Unanga pingo. Twenty six, turning twenty seven. Turning twenty seven. Now, if opportunity no figure from a provincial. Uh, 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 province if you offer Isha rather than the academy, would you consider that? I consider it. Okay. Now, the reason I'm asking Rob is, uh, I think also we've not only we, we we've not only done this now. We've been doing it for years, where we seek to to get abanda bafana no church another. A bite a second bite at the cherry sure and and i think it is also our responsibility uti, uti is leaving on monday to pretoria to this academy now i don't know what he will be doing in academy now i, I just want to put it out there that i can speak uh, to the people where i am mm. if things are not working where he's going because i don't want to derail him from already saying that he's going a bit old. But I want him to know that I can speak as early as tomorrow to see if we can have a look at him for two weeks. Uh, hmm. Well, I mean, th- that is massive, though, because one of the sadder parts of what I read in Umchigeliso's uh, article is the part hmm. that says that he, you know, he's living off pittance that the school pays him as far as saying thank you for his contribution. And um, I think the part that really hit home is the part where he says that he has to call his retired 70-year-old mother who lives off a government grant to ask for money. And uh, that's why he still harbors dreams of returning to the sport, even though he knows it will be very hard. He has an opportunity uh, that, uh, that Manana is giving to you would you be able to take it? Uh, I'm at the same time. Ogo fanelu zamukliya rishale issue academy. Yeah, the time zamukalo clear results in the academy then take na abo because na mofnegi siba siba kupleng apani because they were trying something na abo on the side. Yeah. Because you but, believe, but, Manana, that you, you still yeah. can get something out of him in terms of playing. Rob, the reason yeah. I'm saying that, I want him to, to first look and report back to us. Yes. Because okay. Mna, I will speak, because he plays a very vital position in rugby, and that is at center. 
Mm -hmm. uh, there's very few black centers in this country. And exceptionally talented ones like him. That is correct. Uh, I mean, we, we're already sitting with a situation where we, we have to try and look at the breadth and length to find the best centers because a center is the ex is one of the ex is one of your spine players in the team and i mean he plays not 12 but 13 but that is why i'm saying is mine is not to offer him a contract mine is to make sure that he gets an opportunity to have a look in for over two weeks and even if he does not have accommodation i will sort that Hey, ta -ta -ta -ta, would that be okay once you've gone to the academy accommodation mr manana will sort out and then he'll give you two weeks okay would you be happy with yeah. that or i don't know i'm not going to be happy with that but because unfunny opinion to chase a pro for where you can't burn your bridges. Basically, I know Baba Figueba's own Mosh. Song is a moxes at that. And over Sias Pelabascelli, the foot in a wee Nawila article Gamchili, so we support a familiar cotata as a teenager, you know. So uh, it's, it's a bit difficult, man. You would so go ahead do what you were supposed to do but know that mr manana is giving you another opportunity and i will address it i will address it tomorrow uh, when i'm going with my coach uh, to see because it's about opportunities Rob. yeah i think uh, you, you know with eastern province rugby where we are we do realize that we have Southern Kings players, but the Southern Kings players will also believe in us. Yeah. So there could be opportunities for Richep mm. as Fana no Chocho going forward. Give but us for him now. And Funa Benewari, Funazas, but if isn't as a Manga Kipper, Unon Kange, Lunai number, I'm not if Mana Gripev, Dim Organize, Luzal Shalapakum for two weeks, and a Patalina sent. Okay. Then Dim Kalelegan Ogum Kakeshwe to coach. I'm jong and see mm. if we can in the another corner, but Abelapana. Amazwa Mashelao, Tata. Thank you so much, Manana. Do report back to us as a room divider. Chocho, uh, thank you so much, Baba, and and strength to you. We really want to dust off. Yonke lento tunje shes la papezo lusibu iselele lendo ichoele futo itandai. Ani Baba Manzwa. No, it is funu kubu iselele. M. Jalenwako, O Tandayo. So, Sfunanjuk Susale in Tulileze, Quelle, S. Begele, Etrelen. Okay, and the Funa, um, I want to thank you, um, the Rob No, Dr. Manana, for, um, for the opportunity to, to talk to you on your show, and I uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Anytime. Mr. Manana, thank you. We'll meet again on Tuesday. Thanks, Rob. Are you coming this Saturday? I'll see you in PE. Thank you, Buddy. Thanks so much, guys. Really, really appreciate it. Sure. There's always opportunity. There's always hope. It's a case of who delivers it. I was standing by. Justice is standing by. It's Metro FM Talk. And, of course, it's beautiful music and entertainment on the other side.